0: Media.com.
1: Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a
2: tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction.
1: The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all! Rimlock, the of Nine, Gamezilla. Look! That comes one of them now.
2: Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me in the Gamezilla Media Studio, the face of Switch Testonomics. It's the uh, the face of Micro
1: Switch now. <laughs> okay, and our producer, the Deadite Knight. He's got a micro something, that's for sure. Welcome
2: to episode 246 of the GameZilla Podcast. That's definitely what doesn't say in the same document here, but brought to you by our supporters <laughs> over on Patreon.
0: Please visit patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. There you can vote on topics for this show, vote on topics for other show, get exclusive content from almost every show under the GameZilla Media umbrella, and starting, let's say today, tomorrow if you're in the future you can start getting the exclusive content for as little as $5 a month. Five bucks. Who doesn't have five bucks? That's why we need patrons, because if you weren't watching live on Facebook, Grimlock raised his hand. He doesn't have $5, so he needs your $5. Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia to get your hand on some good stuff and get Grimlock $5. All
2: right, on today's episode of the GameZilla Podcast, EA surprisingly strikes gold ahead of Anthem's launch. Blizzard yeah. might be downsizing in a big way, and Nintendo has a few cards up their sleeves for 2019. searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GamezillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What
1: about this monster show of yours? Download. The video.
2: Topic number one. EA's value rises as Apex Legends called its hottest game in years. So if you've been sleeping under a rock, last Monday we had a big announcement where Apex Legends kind of kind of got, came out of nowhere. Respawn Entertainment and Electronic Arts took the stage and announced a new video game and launched it at the very same time. It was a Battle Royale game, 3v3. Everybody was like, okay, great. Like, Fortnite's already out. What's the big deal? Except there's been a lot more success for this game than I think anyone expected right out the gate. So... Um, basically, we're looking at electronics art, electronic arts having the highest value in nearly four months on Wall Street. Now, mind you, this is after Star Wars being uh, discontinued. This is after a bunch of negative news with even the way they're handling the release of Anthem by having 17 different ways that you can play it. Um, but coming just out of nowhere is Respawn Entertainment with this free-to-play game called Apex Legends. Um, it has chopped Fortnite's viewership on Twitch in half following its release. That's wild. And we've seen Fortnite take small hits here and there when, you know, Call of Duty came out, right? And we had Blackout. and it, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. And it happened, but it but it was temporary. Um, and I know we're only a week into this, but this was a big chunk. This was like a, this wasn't like a little like, oh, wow, Sea of Thieves, that's cute. No, this is half of the viewership of Twitch, and that's a big deal. Um the, but the, one of the main reasons that this happened is because the, uh, the Fortnite streamers, the famous streamers, uh, people you may know like Shroud, Testonomics... Um, absolutely, <laughs> but people mm. like Shroud, um, Doctor Disrespect, Ninja,
0: yep. Courage JD, all of them.
2: Um, Doctor Lupo were brought. They were actually a lot of them were at the release. They were
0: paid, and they were
2: paid to they be paid. to be Apex Legends partners. But the weird thing was, is after the payment was done, after the the exclusive streaming time period was done, they kept
0: streaming the game. Yeah, that's wild because you can see based on whatever, I don't know whose rule it is or what regulation it is, that if it's one of these paid sponsorships, one of these paid streams, they have to do like hashtag ad, right? You see it on, on tweets, you see it in the names of the actual Twitch streams, like the title of the stream has hashtag ad in it. And all of a sudden, all those ads went away, but all the players were still there.
2: Yeah. And we're talking 10 million downloads in 72 hours. I, what do you think of that? I mean, this is a game that you hate. Let's just be honest. You hate Battle Royale games until stupid. this game.
1: Stupid. Like, Fortnite's stupid. Like, it's not fun. I didn't. I don't enjoy the building. I don't enjoy the shooting. PUBG never seemed worth $30 to me. Uh, H1Z1 or whatever. So, like, none of those ever seemed worth it. So this rolled out knowing that I'm already a little bit of a fan of Titanfall 2, uh, that, you know, it's going to sort of be a spin-off of that game. I was at least enticed, but also at the same time thinking that I don't really like, I don't like the tenseness of a Battle Royal. I, I don't like the fact that I'm not good and I just, I just drop in and then I die. But I said last week that I was going to download it and play it. And I got a couple rounds in, died immediately, but it, as a shooter it feels way better than Fortnite ever did. It feels more refined, and it feels more akin to other shooter games that I already play. So then, you know, a couple nights later, you know, we uh, got a little squad together, me, Grim, and Baxi Baby, and, uh, you know, we we ran as a trio, and, and Grim was able to give me some of his uh, Battle Royale knowledge, his experience from playing these games a little bit yeah, before. So I, tried. I, I understood the method a little bit, uh, you know, the method to the madness that is try to stay alive, but... The this game is different in the fact that I actually had fun playing. With a couple of times I I hopped in Fortnite, it just never was fun. This actually it it felt like it's something that I could grow into and actually have a little success playing because because it feels refined. It feels like it's a company that's made a couple shooters went ahead and and. Decide to hop into the game. I bet it's a lot of the way that Blackout feels. It's a established shooter that they entered this mode, opposed to the mode being built around fresh shooting mechanics.
2: Yeah, I, I, you know what? That's actually a good, a good um, comparison because I felt like Blackout kind of rejuvenated me into playing battle royale games, and I think Apex Legends is even a better example of it. Why? And it's why I've, I've kind of gravitated a hundred percent of my battle royale. Playtime to only this game right now, um, and that is simply—you're right. It does feel better. They take—they take so much from the Titanfall franchise, and really just to come out with this game out of nowhere and feel how polished it is, and and how unique it does feel compared to PUBG, Blackout, Fortnite, like, and there's even more that I'm not naming as far as within this this uh, category right now, but it is. Um, it's surprisingly just fun. And I'm not, and here's the thing this is probably the worst battle royale game, like for me. I have not played very well in this battle royale game, but I am still having more fun playing this game than I have others. Who's your character? Uh, right now, I, I really like, um, is it Bangalore? Is that it? Bangalore, or Banglador. Yeah, yeah. You can't they, read. They, they just, they just
0: call them I'm Big and bang.
2: Yeah, They're I mean, streamers. to be fair, I got the, um, I got the legendary spacesuit outfit for her, mm. so I've been rocking her because she looks cool. But I also play, um, what was it, pathfinder, the robot.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. The background on our Facebook stream. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think
1: that's one of the things about this game that I like more than other. Uh, other battle royales is it, it brings in the class system, the character system, so it, it feels a little Overwatchy in that sense. Where every playthrough you can pick a different yeah. character, and it feels like a different playthrough because you have different skills and attributes. Yep. So because of that, that makes the playthrough that make that makes me more driven to be like, okay, well next round I can try a different character. It it, it makes me feel like you can sort of customize the game a little bit more by choosing a character that fits into your playstyle and it allows for different playstyles, you know, like we know our, you know our boy Jazzy likes to be a support character so the fact that there is a healer plays into the skill set he often brings to games. So, I think it it gives you a little bit more to to when you pick out your team, you can choose people with specific skill sets or lean towards a certain type of character because the archetypes are of different, you know, multiplayer character shooter games are there. And I think that's uh, yeah something. The something that made the game more interesting to me than again other battle royales that everyone's just a stock character with stupid skins on.
2: Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's not let's not forget to mention. So we mentioned 10 million downloads in 72 hours. They also broke 1 million concurrent players. So that's a big that's a big uh, move for them because yes, you're getting a lot of downloads, but does that equal to someone playing the game once and then saying this is dumb and leaving? But it, and they are staying and playing and 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 we've seen it with some negative things like uh, server server stress. You know, like there's definitely been some opportunities for them to to improve upon. But again, it's been a pretty smooth launch considering the explosion that uh, that we've had here with this game.
1: Yeah, we got booted out. We had to end our our little squad run there when we were playing with backs because the servers crashed or whatever, whatever night that was, Thursday night or something. It was like, okay, well, I guess, guess we're done playing this for the night. So that, that was kind of a bummer for me because I'm not a big online gamer in comparison to everyone else in the community. So
2: I was kind of like, man, this is why I just play games alone in my house. Yeah. So uh, let's let's mix this in, though, because this is great for EA, You know, uh, a company that's been really getting slammed left and right. They have uh, some positive news here. But what does Apex Legend Success mean for anthem cuz cuz electronic arts had came out and they had they had given us our roadmap they had shown us what their big releases were going to be for the year and it was anthem followed by a battlefield big update to hopefully rejuvenate the 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 horrible launch of battlefield uh, 5 and um but now apex comes out and i think when it first dropped I was like this will be a nice hold me over that's, that's, that was my take on. it. I was like, cool, I'll have something to play until Anthem comes out. Now I'm like hooked on this game and I'm like, man, I don't know how you would have released this differently to be honest with you. like if the game's ready and, and, you, and y- you know you have it, like it's tough to sit there and say, oh well, we let it come out after Anthem and then Anthem necess- you know p- potentially destroys Apex. but at the same time, Electronic Arts publishes both of these games. One by Respawn, the other one by BioWare. Um, What do you think? Like, as far as this coming out so soon, so close to Anthem, and and then having right after Anthem, we've already discussed that we have Division 2 by Ubisoft coming out. A lot of these just grindy games where you sit, the, the concept is to sit there and put a lot of hours into them to get, you know, cosmetics and upgrades and things like that. There's not enough time. For these three games, and I'm starting to, for me, I'm starting to think I'm going to, one of them is going to suffer. Now, I'm I'm correct in saying that Anthem doesn't have
1: multiplayer at launch, right? Uh, well, it doesn't have PvP. Okay, so but so again, this is a PvP game. True. So that again, your idea of it being a holdover or you know sort of a stopgap between. Last week, and when Anthem comes out, for having a PvP game to get sucked into, it's not going to interfere with Anthem in that regard. Because do we have a launch window of when we're getting PvP and Anthem?
2: Uh, we don't have a launch window on PvP for Anthem, but I, but the you know the one thing we do have a soft launch date for is beginning of March is season one for. Apex Legends. Yeah. So as much love as we're having with this game right now, they're about to show us what their seasons are going to look like. Your battle pass and all sorts of other things that are happening. That again, I'll be a weekend anthem, and then I'll be. Will I be pulled aside because I want to go grind and and try to level up my this battle pass? Um, I, I know it's not the same game, right? There's PVP versus PVE, but it is they're both very time consuming games, and um, you know, I feel like Apex Legends. If you drop in, play around here, play around there, and then and then ignore it for a month, like that's the that's the um, the concept of like you're not ne- you aren't going to get very good at this game because you're not giving enough time. It's the same with Fortnite. As the meta changes quickly, you can imagine with battle passes, with new characters, with new weapons, as they add to the game, it's going to change the game. And so you it, it encourages people to stay with it. So, I don't, I, for me, they're very close together. They, it worries me a bit where juggling these two and it kind of puts Division Two. And I know there's plenty of people out there and some of my friends that are going to listen to this podcast and be like, and get mad at me. But it kind of puts Division Two on that, um, on that possible wait list where I'm just like, I don't know. Because if I, if I sink in time to Anthem and I do enjoy it, like I hope I'm going to. And I've surprisingly want to put more time into Apex Legends now because I because of how good it is. Is there really time for division where I'm not going to just be, you know, a level six running around when everybody else is a level forty? Like, uh, you know, you've always worried about with some of these games. So one thing that could work into your benefit
1: if you decide to delay your purchase or at you know buying into. Division 2 is we looked at the life of Division 1, and it was a game that grew and only got better with time, unlike Destiny and Destiny 2, which went through hot and cold periods. Division just developed and got better. So even if it's something that if you you know were really into playing Anthem when it comes out and you say to yourself, okay, hey, I'm going to maybe pick up Division at the six-month mark, maybe on sale, you know, wait, wait for something to come along, at that point, it may be a more refined and better game, and then you can hop in and enjoy that experience. And then again, maybe that maybe it could be another stopgap in between releases for expansions for Anthem.
2: Yeah, no, I mean that's a good point too. I, um, I, to me, it's just I'm worried about it cannibalizing some of the game, some some of Anthem uh, just so close to it. Um, a- Anthem already had a questionable beta. It's already had a lot of concern around the game itself as far as like how much content is there going to be um, because of because of the lack of content that was in the beta especially a couple weeks later we we ended up playing the division two beta and there was more than I could do in the entire weekend for that so um, can they coexist I mean um, test you you've played uh, you've played did you play did you play the end of the beta I did not because okay. I only
0: got it on PC and I didn't want to waste I gotcha. sixty gigs to get it.
2: Gotcha. Okay, but you have played Apex Legends. I have. Do you think these two can can coexist and both be successful for EA? Because I mean, now that EA has this, you don't like you don't want one, another one of your own products to to sit there and hurt you.
0: And I think Dead Eye put it best. I mean, there's a chance that you know you have the PvP aspect of. Apex Legends, which is not going to be in Anthem at launch, and then you'll have a PvE aspect of Anthem that's not going to be ever, or probably, in Apex Legends. I'm more concerned that Anthem comes out and is good as, it, as everybody wants it to be. It does have the appeal that everybody wants it to have, and then it takes too many people away from Apex Legends before Apex Legends gets a real solid foothold in the industry, and then Apex Legends just falls to the way of every other battle royale that hasn't been able to hold up. And now they've just got, you know, Anthem instead of a microtransaction driven, um, battle pass wherein a game like Apex Legends.
1: But with with Apex, you know, what did we just say? 10 million install in 72 hours. I can't imagine Anthem is going to come even close to that in sales over its first month.
2: True, because it's not free to play and, and let's, and it's not a battle royale. Like, Battle Royale is hot right now, and yes, some people like myself will will juggle both games, or will even leave one game for the other. But I think a lot of people that are enjoying Apex Legends, maybe uh, Anthem isn't their type of game, you know. And have and here's the other thing that Anthem needs to prove: have we burned ourselves out of this Destiny-style grind-it loot? $60 with season pass and 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 all this stuff have we have we really kind of exhausted that uh, that concept because destiny did it well at one point and then the vision has done a good job but like we haven't seen a borderlands in a long time we haven't seen another game that necessarily gives us that same um, a feel and when destiny 2 came out yes it had major problems but it also just lost steam really fast um and part of it was yeah it, it, they changed too much uh, and they, it hurt the core the, the core group was upset the newcomers were upset no one was happy and then Bungie didn't uh, you know didn't do anything about it to to make any any of the groups happy so maybe Anthem is that answer which is what I've been saying and I'm hoping but at the same time I played the beta and I had fun but I kind of found myself going ex- during Anthem and during Division I was like you know I don't know if this is what I want. I don't know if I want a 400 hour grindathon for different mods that make my mech, you know, have different shoulder blades. I just I don't know if that's what I want anymore. Um, especially when I can drop in in Apex Legends, have a blast in a fifteen-minute match, and then say, "Yeah, I'm going to do that twenty more times," or I'm going to say, "Yeah, uh, cool, I'm going to go grab dinner with my wife." It's just easy to to jump in and out. Where if I jump into a raid or a long, you know, a long uh, mission, uh, it's you can't you can't do that. So I don't know. We'll see. But uh, let us know what you think. We want to, you know, jump in the Discord, gameslomedia.com Right on the homepage, you can join the Discord. You can talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. Free! And, uh, free. you know, jump in the Gaming free. General channel and let us know what you think about Apex Legends, Anthem, and the fact that EA, um, you know, maybe wasn't expecting this, and now, now they're uh, on the verge of two major releases uh, within a month of each, or within the same month. Uh, let's see what happens. All right. Topic number two, Deuce. Activision Blizzard is reportedly planning massive layoffs. This, annou- this announcement could arrive as early as today uh, when the podcast is aired on iTunes, so Tuesday, um, that, that they could be laying off a giant chunk of their workforce. Uh, according to Bloomberg, it's restructuring, aiming at centralizing functions and boosting profits. Layoffs are expected to be primary in non-game development departments, such as publishing, marketing, and sales. Activision Blizzard sales have dropped 2.5% on Friday, uh, and November, the November conference call mentions Overwatch and Hearthstone's user base has dropped. Now, um, I think we talked about this. I just don't feel like Overwatch has the momentum that, ever, that they're trying to make it seem like it has. And with the season right around the corner... Or just starting, you know, like league, right? When league gets going, and we get in that preseason, and, and like, there's excitement, there's commotion, there's, and a lot of it of what we're seeing for Overwatch League seems kind of fabricated to me. It seems almost just like, like Activision, Blizzard's over there just throwing money at it, trying to keep it running, and uh, th- this is uh, this is scary because of how much investment was put into Overwatch League. Thoughts on this test? I mean. I mean, you it, just you just rebought Overwatch, right? I just bought Overwatch
0: for the third time. We'll get into a little bit about why when we get into the uh, Zilla update this week. But the big thing with Overwatch, and you see it happening, you know, in Fortnite, you hope to see it coming soon in Apex Legends. But the game is fundamentally, those games are fundamentally being updated and refreshed and all sorts of stuff being done with them to give the player a little bit of a different experience while keeping the core gameplay the same. Overwatch hasn't done anything besides character balancing and introducing a few new characters in, what, four years? Three years? It's I mean, it's been a minute. It's been three. Yeah. Like, it's so defined, you know, that... It's ble. It's probably bleeding money from Overwatch League, and on top of that, your players are starting to fall off. Like, there's one thing that this community is good for is when league starts to ramp up and worlds or the NALCS or the ABCDE is right around the corner. <laughs> Everyone's like, we got to get in a couple of matches of league real quick. We got to get in a couple of matches of league real quick. That's not like that for Overwatch. I bought it because in case I want to get back into it, I'm, like, I'm just gonna be glad that it's sitting there, you know. On my, on my gaming shelf and I can pick it up and play. But I don't really, like, have that itch. I'd rather go home and play Apex Legends, you know, yeah. which is a sign of, you know.
2: it's It's, I mean, we're literally looking at how games need to be alive. They need to be organic now in the sense that an evolving game is more interesting than a stagnant game that maybe is really good. Not you know, Overwatch is a good game, and the meta changes ever so slightly when they add characters. And sure, but it's not enough in in with the way that people are are taking in this content now. When you look at Fortnite, it's like man, every time I pick up Fortnite, something's changing. You know, and and Apex is just this brand new idea that we're all kind of like it's it's that shiny rock right now that we're like, oh man, in March we're going to see if this thing really explodes. Or or fizzles out. But right now we're all sitting at it like this is great. And and it's because we know the game's free. First of all, there's no cost to get into it and try it. Then we we I mean what we found out about the battle pass and everything, the, the day that they launched it, they started to kind of tell us their roadmap. And it was like, oh cool, all right, sweet. And we know what a roadmap kind of looks like in this type of game because of Fortnite, because of Blackout with Call of Duty. And, and these games are the most popular things in the world right now. So if I'm Blizzard, if I'm, if I'm sitting back looking at Overwatch and I've invested all this time and effort into it, I need to look at the fact that maybe Overwatch needs to adjust to the time. It needs to make some moves here and, and consider itself... Like, if Overwatch went free-to-play... What would I, I think that would be a very interesting move. And they could try something like PUBG's trying, where it's like Overwatch Lite, where you get like six characters, uh, you know, free champs. They rotate every week, like League of Legends, and then you can purchase individual characters as you go on. Or you can go buy the $60 game, or 40 bucks or however much it costs anymore, um, and, and get all the champs. And then you build out your season passes, and stuff like that. But, I mean... The, the the fact of the matter is the game games right now and this and Deadite's example of Anthem not maybe not being um, super concerning for Apex Legends is there is no paywall to get into to get into Apex Legends Fortnite PUBG and and the thing about those games some of them already have a professional esports presence some like things like Apex Legends very well could end up with an esports presence and. And it's, again, free to get into. So here at League of Legends has has what I would consider my favorite eSports presence. Zero cost to get into that game and start as a kid or whatever, start trying to work my way towards getting a tryout on a team or being something. It's just, it's easier. It's more exciting. It's the difference between becoming a hockey player
1: or becoming a basketball player. It's easier to have a pair of sneakers and a basketball and go to the park and play than by all the equipment and skates and and time on the rink, and not everyone has ice rinks. It's it's just there's a there's the level of accessibility to basketball that there isn't to hockey. It's yeah. it's the same idea when it comes to maybe getting into Overwatch or eventually going pro. And Overwatch compares to having an opportunity to get good and invest time into a free to play game.
0: I yep. can't ice skate anyway.
1: So I oh, will teach you.
2: So let's 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 keep talking about this though. Um, Activision. Laying off a bunch of people, Overwatch being a big piece of that, Hearthstone being arguably the biggest digital card game in the world. They're uh, losing losing player base. Well, that's and that's being threatened by um, Wizards yeah. re- relaunching yep. Magic: The Gathering Online,
0: whatever they call it now. Arena, Mad, yeah, yeah, MTG Arena, which is like the new place where you go to be legitimately considered for you know best in the world right. tournaments. The cardboard game is you know the cardboard cards, your favorite cards, right. is dying. Yep. So not only is it a very, it's not, it's not nearly as accessible because Magic's a, a pain in the ass even to relearn as an adult, but it's where people who want to play a card game, like you can yep. win money at any point playing an MTG Arena because you can qualify for these events or whatever like that. And Hearthstone's just like, you know, cards yelling at you and
2: blowing up. Yeah. So, uh, but the other big thing that kind of got brought up by this um, this conference and stuff is that the split with Bungie, could reduce annual revenue by as much as 400 million dollars worth it so
0: <laughs> get that, get that, get that, get that monkey off my back! I don't want. I'd pay four hundred million dollars right now to never hear about Destiny again.
2: I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I was Activision, yes, and if I was Bungie at the same time, yes, it's a, it's a, it's a relationship that both sides needed to get away from, um, and we still have yet to see what Bungie can do with it. But Activision, I think, comes out better for this. Yes, they're going to lose uh, potentially some money, but. Overall, if they would have kept going down that road, they also could have just lost money. So I don't, you know, there's no guarantee that you would have been profit four hundred million dollars if you would have kept Bungie. Uh, The good though is uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four was among the best selling games in 2018. Um, It was it was good enough where it brought a a hater like me back to the game, and I've had a ton of fun with it. But that's good news for them. Um, The bad. I, I think I think uh Tess can tell us this one. I Man, no one wants Diablo immortal. Wrong!
1: <laughs> you guys are a bunch of ingrates. Diablo fans are a bunch of butthurt ingrates. <laughs> Enjoy your free-to-play game and shut up. I never said I was a Diablo fan. You are the biggest Diablo fan in this room. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I'm calling it for the sake of having something to yell about. Uh, okay, then it's true. Super true. <laughs> I've been a hammerhead since 2006. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for these hammers! I
2: don't know what you're talking about. I've never played Diablo.
0: Yeah, you can get ha- Bo- hammers. Bottom line,
2: bottom line, Blizzard. <laughs> bottom line, Blizzard. It's Diablo two. Though. It, it comes back the fact that it's not. It's not mm. even the problem that there's a mobile game. It's not. It's not any of the. It's the issue of how they decided to make it like the the end of their convention for BlizzCon and just and just drive it drive a nail you know home for just the kill shot of of we're. You know, we're having a bad year. And and the gaming industry has reported a bad year. Electronic Arts, just a couple weeks ago, we were sitting here bashing them and showing how much money they were losing. And then Activision, having, having a, go, a hard time. Take-Two um, Interactive, having a really hard time. So it, we're, there's a bunch of companies that are struggling, and I think it all revolves around the fact that when you look at some of these games that are not that free to play you know buy in battle royale mode which again I don't me personally I don't want only that option but that's the option that's successful right now that is the business model right now and so how soon do we see Overwatch Battle Royale free to play see that's my thing Blizzard I feel like Blizzard needs to do that sooner than later even if it's a mode they need to do it sooner or later sooner than later because right now they're just Slowly dying, and and to keep a pro league, the second you know, like I mean, second or third biggest league in, in esports. Let's call it right. You have Dota, you have League, and then you have Overwatch League. As far and now, again, a lot of that was money invested by teams, by Blizzard themselves, and all that stuff. But it can't survive like a couple seasons of this without some sort of evolution, without and I mean, even if it was like Overwatch 2 gets announced this year, we don't, you know, like just just a teaser, but Overwatch 2, right? Like, I don't know what it is, but you got to do something because your game is looks archaic compared to these other games out here right now. And that's crazy to think because a couple years ago was the hottest thing in the world. I believe they started this trend. They created this game that people like swarmed to and, and had a great time with, and it was that weird kind of yeah you you paid for it but there was something about it that was just easy to to play over and over and over again and you take that that concept and you build it into a Fortnite or or whatever that you like to play um and Make it free to play. Build build a microtransaction system that's fair. That in all in all honesty, you don't feel like you're getting ripped off. You don't feel like you need to pay money to to play this game. But it's there, and as you fall more and more in love with it, um, let me just ask: Test, how much money have you put into Apex Legends? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. I mean that there you go. A game has been out for a week. It already got ten bucks from from, from uh test. If Apex Legends was a sixty dollar game announced by Respawn on Monday, would you have bought it? No. That's what I'm saying. And I will buy like I've put a little bit of money into it. I've considered buying the Founders pack and I'm definitely gonna get the battle pass as long as it doesn't look like a complete train wreck. Man, there's a founders pack? Yeah, Founders Pack—it's a great deal. It's thirty dollars. You get a bunch of cool stuff, including some skins, and you get twenty dollars of currency. So it's really ten dollars. I know. Can I get that from my phone? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Activision—we're gonna—we're gonna have to wait and see. But the announcement uh, of some big layoffs uh, are coming, and that's—that's uh, that's not good for the industry. And but but this is the company that we kind of—we kind of predicted this. We were a little worried about them and now it's starting to show. All right, topic number three is our Patreon news topic of the week. This is the topic that you, the patrons, get to influence. So, if you want to be a patron, you go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, and that is where every week you can vote on a topic for us to talk about on the show. This week, the winner was why Sony is not going to E3 this year. Now, this isn't like, brand new news as far as uh, Sony not attending E3, but there was some news revolving around it that was pretty interesting because the president, uh, Sean Layden uh, of PlayStation, came out and and made a few statements. He put E3 on blast! (laughs) And I think this is a very interesting (laughs) topic. I'm glad glad the patrons picked it because I think this is an interesting topic based off of what we just talked about in the previous points. Um, while the gaming industry has changed, E3 hasn't. That was the big kind of quote from this article. Uh, June is too late for retailers to make purchasing decisions and a single event isn't as impactful for journalists when game news happens 24-7. So, they're focusing on fewer, bigger releases Is is uh, Sony's kind of push forward. But the big thing here that I kind of took from it, and, and it makes a lot of sense, is what Respawn just did. Okay, Re- and I know we're talking a ton about Apex Legends, but they did it right. It's, it's the new they hotness. They did it right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's the new they Destiny were super too. smart. They took a bunch of money and they brought in all these people that kids and adults alike love watching. Okay, I watch Shroud a ton because I learn by watching him. I watch him play Apex Legends and I'll see something and I'll go try it literally the next the next time I play. And so you bring these people in to first of all hype your game. Okay great idea because they have a following that no one else has on a on a daily basis they pull just unimaginable amount of people to watch them then you produce a game that actually is quality so that these people when they get into it and they take your money and they market you they don't stop and they actually start to enjoy it and then they go cool i could be this could be the next game and i could be the next ninja Right? Like, that's really it. They see opportunity, so they're sticking around. The game is, is growing because it's actually quality. And then in the end, now you've t- taken your money. Yeah, you had a little, you had a release, you, know, you had a party. But at the same time, it wasn't at E3, it wasn't at Gamescom, it wasn't at PAX. It was just a random Monday that respawned, and EA said, hey, guess what? We got this. And that's what Sony's saying. Sony's saying, I don't, we don't need E3 we can announce our stuff in unique ways ourselves just like Nintendo's done and and you know E3 just is a is again an archaic cog in the industry we we see this where PAX has evolved even the over the years that we've attended PAX we've seen how PAX has changed quite a bit e, E3 hasn't they they've tried they're like well we're industry only and then they're like well we're going to sell a couple thousand public Tickets and then we're like, okay, we're just public. Well, then you upset you upset the industry because now they have to fight the public to even get their you know journalism done. So I get where Sony's coming from. This I just worry that the timing is all wrong because this is the, we're, we're shifting generations right now. We're we're on this verge of the Xbox, whatever we're gonna call it. We'll call it Scarlet right now. The uh, the PS Five, the Nintendo Switch. Mini or Micro or Pro or whatever they're going to call the... The Super Switch. Yeah, the Super Switch. Like, we are right on the verge of all this where a platform does, I think, actually have a little bit of impact. And where I think you could sit there and say, Sony wants to come out and talk about Last of Us Part 2, right? Yeah, you could talk about that anywhere. Anywhere, any day, you market it a little bit, and sure enough, everyone will come check it out because they're dying for that game. But the PS5, and I'm not saying people aren't excited for the PS5, but like 100 million people have a PS4 and they're waiting for a game. They want that game. Not 100 million people are waiting for PS5. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that doesn't, you're not guaranteed that. So the PS5 and, and the system announcements need platforms, they need an audience. And, um,. I don't know. I mean, to me, if Microsoft's going to come out at E3, like they've said, Phil Spencer said, this is going to be our biggest year ever at E3, and Sony's not going to be there, that's that's a miss for me, for Sony. Now, you say that system launches need a platform.
1: What if you just ran an online press conference that was horribly translated yes. and showed really bad games? Would yes. you buy that system? I mean, we did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we did, I and, was and it was a
2: very good decision. Ride or die since day one. It wasn't that <laughs> so, so Dead Eye's <laughs> referencing the, the Nintendo Switch announcement, which was a very... Good. The, the announcement was very concerning. Because
1: they had a they had a release trailer. They had yeah. a trailer, and they had a big press conference really giving us all the... Real information, well, (laughs) they didn't really say that much, but it was supposed to be the big conference to give us all the information that was more than a sizzle reel about the system, and it was awful proving that if this was done at something like an E3 on stage in in America, it would have translated better to a North American audience.
2: Yeah, and I mean, again, I pre-ordered my Switch that night because I I literally told my wife, I said, if I don't, I'm worried Nintendo like, I think you said something the same. Similar. I said the same thing to I my was wife. Like, she was like, why are you, like, Jade was like, why are you pre-ordering it? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like I have to. I feel like I need to. Like, I lived the Sega Dreamcast, okay? Like, and I, I was there. I sunk. Uh, you're having flashbacks. I was. Oh, like swe- I, He's sweating. He's sweating. You can't see it on the yeah. camera. He's
1: sweating. He's like, I lived. I lived the Dreamcast. You were I victimized did. by the Dreamcast. I was victimized, Dreamcast. and
2: I was like, I can't, I can't let it happen again. I need to do my part. So I pre-ordered the Switch. And it was again great decision. I'm glad I'm glad that it, it it's an amazing device. But Be- best game system ever. But again, I think if that would have been at E3 or 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 any or even like um, Tokyo Expo or something like that, right? Like if it would have been at a big show where people could have understood it a little bit more, versus walk away and go, What the hell? And then have to wait a month. I think it was about a month for me. Was a month or two months for me where I actually got to try it, and so when that happened, it was like, "All right, now I get it," and I'm very excited. But I even had the person next to me who was, you know, jazzy fiddle at the time. He he tried and he was like, "No, it's still garbage. It's still garbage. It's still garbage." So like he like he got brand he got negatively affected by it and stayed with it until he bought one and he and he likes it to an extent, but. But at the same time, I feel like that would have it would have done better at a convention, and, and with with an actual stage. And so, Sony coming out making this point. Anyways, getting back to the point, Sony comes out. They're not going to e three. You know, they're not happy with e three, and, and they don't believe e three uh, is a healthy uh, environment right now. But in the end, I think this is the year you need to be there um i think you i think you can skip other years but this this transitional year is kind of a big deal to me so uh and i think it's a big deal to a lot of us because we're all going to sit here and we're all going to make a decision and it's going to be like you know and for people like me who are like yeah i want the xbox i want the ps5 and i want the you know an updated switch like i'll buy all three eventually but it'll be in what order and usually in that order, just like the PS4, I bought it first. It's my primary system. I put a ton of time into that. The Switch has taken a lot away from it because of it because of it being handheld. But the Xbox, I love the Xbox One X. It just never has caught up, and and I've never really been able to say I'm going to go full, you know, play my Xbox. I always end up back on my PlayStation. So, um, I guess we'll see. But good topic from the patrons.
1: I think one of the quotes I read in in researching this was uh, that he said they've sort of taken the trade aspect out of what's traditionally supposed to be a trade show. It seems like it is more now a public. Expo, similar to how PAX is. Yeah. So I could understand from an industry standpoint if they feel like the journalists aren't getting their their time, their hands on the stuff. If they feel like they're not getting enough promotional quality for the dollars,
2: time, and effort they're putting into the show, it makes sense to pull out in that regard. I guess my problem with E3, and this and this goes to the to the convention side, not not to Sony. I, I get their point, but E3 was supposed to was an expo to show off the the future right to show off what's coming up in gaming and if like and I think E3 is worried about making money. Like like you're like you're an expo that was originally designed to literally let people take the stage and say, here's my new system to the journalists, to the industry, and say, and this is what we're gonna do with it. And, and now it's turned into let's get as many people in this building and and let's have let's have merch booths everywhere and let's and everybody can buy hoodies and you can get a beanie and you can get this limited edition statue. And if you get here, there's 200 limited edition pins. And like, that's that's not what E3 was supposed to be. And so E3 has become this just convoluted mess that you know, I get it where companies I mean, yes, Xbox will be there, but you know where they'll be, right? Across the street in their own theater. They'll be at E3. They'll just be in their own realm. And, and they'll have booth space on the floor but again, all their stuff's going to take place across the street like it did last year. So they're also kind of removed. Just like Nintendo has has been in previous years. So, Sony, everyone's sitting here like, yeah, go with Sony. Like, you guys kind of did this last. Everybody else has already kind of done this in a way. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, come middle of this year. Uh, big time for, for us uh, gaming fans. All right. Last topic. I'm gonna to throw it right over to test. He's gonna handle this one. Topic number four. Nintendo has some unannounced games that they say are going to
0: come out this year. Now, Nintendo recently had their the end of their fiscal year, um, and they may or it's, the end of their fiscal year is coming up, um, and they had their Q and A summary, at which point they said that there are titles in development that haven't been announced, and on top of that, there are some that are gonna come out this year. Well, that's where the news part of this ends, and a lot of it I just want to kind of, you know, spitball around. What could Nintendo have up their sleeve? So okay. are you asking me to play the speculation game on this podcast? <sighs> Guess I'm just talking to Grimlock now. Grimlock and Wait, the- <laughs> whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! <laughs> I love the speculation game. Dead back in.
0: So, (laughs) we do know of some major titles that have already, like, that are in development that we already know of. You know, we've got the next gen Pokemon game, the Fire Emblem game, uh, the Demon Machina, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, the new Yoshi game, uh, New Animal Crossing, Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, and that's all that I could come up with. But that's a lot of games to know that are on the docket currently. So,. I just did a little brainstorming with Me, Myself, and I and came up with a couple games that maybe... Nintendo could be talking about maybe they could be looking to re uh, energize some IPs that they haven't touched in a while. Something like, "What about a Pikmin 4?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh man, I don't know what it is about Pikmin, but I just I have like no interest in Pikmin. Like I, I think I played the first one. And I was like, "Yeah, this kind of cool," and then it was just no, nothing after that.
0: I can't believe that you even played that much of the first one. These games are all stupid. <laughs> I hate all the Pikmin games. I don't even like that Olimar is a spot in Smash Brothers. I hate these games so much.
2: I would rather have this this is this is a hard take. I would rather have uh Wonderful 102 made, <laughs> Stop made it, yeah, it. I would. I would because it reminds me of Pikmin in a way, I guess, but it was it was a more interesting idea uh Wonderful 101 being on the Wii U. I uh
1: I I remember looking at Pink, Pikmin like 20 years ago. Man, this game looks cool, but then every opportunity I ever had to play it, I was like, "No, absolutely not. I don't want to play that at all." What about? It's been a little
0: bit since we had a 2D-ish Zelda game. You know, we got the um, was a Link Between Worlds. Which wasn't really 2D, it was still three D but it was the much smaller scale it was game. The top top down style. Yeah, so. yeah, much smaller scale than anything in Breath of the Wild was, but it was fantastic. And to put a spin on that, what about a multiplayer game? Because it's been a while since we got the last four swords. Like four swords which swords, Nintendo yeah. was high on. They liked the oh, four swords yeah, games. We had
1: that th- the three it was the word it was just three though. Triforce. Tri- Triforce Heroes. Yeah, yeah. Triforce Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's been a minute. I thought the game I thought I heard that, that was bad. I, I heard For- it wasn't very fun.
0: It's just like four a, swords was fun. Four swords four was, was, a ton was fun. super fun, but I heard yeah.
1: that. Tri- I thought I thought the Triforce Heroes kind of bombed. So what you're saying is that they're due. They're due to do a good one. Well, I, I would love to see it in more of a pixel art style, opposed to the uh, 3D models of links uh, link between worlds. Here's a concern of mine. We know that Rare was recently um, put back on a
0: specific project. Retro. Retro was put back on a specific project. Mm-hmm. What do we think they might have been working on beforehand? That's now lost in development hell. Well, there
1: was rumors that there's <laughs> rumors that Retro was working on like a Star Fox racer, right? I was thinking like a Donkey Kong. God, game. I don't want a Star
2: Fox racer. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Yeah, there
1: was rumors of that. Now you're thinking, you're scheming that they could have a Donkey Kong Country game up their sleeve. I don't think they do. They just they just re released Tropical Freeze to get you interested in the new one. I think they were. I think they were just doing a re release to do a re release.
2: I still think uh, that would maybe be another year or two out. Wasn't there talks about... Um, <clears throat> uh, Samus Returns came out on the 3DS. Wasn't mm-hmm. there talks about an additional 2D Metroid game, like, rumors? Mm-hmm. Like, could we see was. another, like, a like a Fusion re- re- reboot or something Ooh, like that? We'll put Fusion 1 and 2
0: on the same card mm. and make it all... Make it all Switchy. Oh my god. Now back
1: to speculating about a Donkey Kong game. Uh, Can I just say
2: happy Metroid Monday real quick?
1: Man, a fusion remake? Ugh. But didn't they already come out and say they weren't remaking Fusion like two years ago? I don't ago? care what yeah, they said. Retro, retro also
2: ago. said they weren't making
1: <laughs> weren't making Prime Four, but here we are. Well, yeah, things change, I guess. Uh, more likely than a new a third Donkey Kong Country, you know, reboot game, uh, you could actually see another entry into the Mario versus Donkey Kong series. One of those, uh, you know, spinoffs of what was Donkey Kong on the Game Boy, the you know, robot Marios or whatever. I think you could see another one of those maybe uh, making its way as a downloadable game on the Switch.
0: What about if we get a port or a brand new Super Mario Maker?
2: Okay, so if we got even a port of Mario Maker, I'd be thrilled. Because one of my favorite things before the Switch came out was when it came out on the 3DS and we, we'd we be at work. At lunchtime, we'd sit there, we'd work, go home, we'd work on a level that was like complete toxic, like just... <laughs> Asshole, <laughs> and it's my kind of we, game. We'd come in at lunch. i be like, all right, Dad. If you could beat this, then I'll give you my burrito. You know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And then like you'd watch, you'd watch him play, and you'd, you'd go down that one tube, and you're like, you're a sucker. And then you'd like spawn at the beginning of the level. He's like, come on, why would you do that? Like, and, I just love those moments. And the
1: caveat always had to have been, you beat your level. Similar how yeah. you had to beat it twice to be able to upload it. Yeah, he had to be able to say like, yes, I beat it before you give it to me, and vice versa. Yep. and we had so much fun, and that was that was the big holdover game because uh, you gave it to me Christmas before the Switch came out, mm. and that was literally that was my holdover game for the next three months leading up to the Switch launch. And I was so addicted to Super Mario Maker, so if they put that out on, on Switch, it would really stop me from playing any other video games.
2: I have a hard time believing it's a brand new game. Like if it was, I think it's going to be if if there was one, it would be the Wii U version, but with. Extra content. Yeah. It it would be easy enough to make.
0: Yeah. Um, The last one I've gotten, this is probably what it is because. we know it. it ex- we know it exists. Was the Metroid Prime trilogy right? It's it been. Needs to it's been super rumored, ultra confirmed rumored <sighs> that this is done. It's. I it's done. It Done. Needs it's, to get announced. It just needs to get announced. I so need it right,
2: it, right is now. Is it going
0: to be at the direct that I'm talking about? Is going to happen this if, Friday? I Maybe. Hope so. Wait, you say there's going to be a direct every. I'm bound to be right. Yeah. Eventually. I mean,
1: eventually, he's going to be right. No, Pokemon- but you need to be held <laughs> held accountable. I get <laughs> to be I held accountable. I could just for say sure. the world's going to end on Wednesday. And every single People
2: week? do that and people follow those people. And those do. people need to be arrested and jailed <laughs> and, and held accountable.
0: Top-selling books about this specific doomsday theory. You're, I mean,
2: you're, you can't come
1: in here with continual Nintendo propaganda every week yes, and, sa- and say that there's going to be a Direct That's exactly that week. what I'm here for. That <laughs> yeah. is abuse of your situation. <laughs> you're on bad behavior. That's exactly what I'm doing here. <laughs> uh, not having it. Listen, I was down to play the speculation game but I can't let you perpetuate just, your lies. I'm just speculating All that there's going to be a Direct On Friday. All I'm saying. Just speculating, Dead (laughs) Eye. All I'm saying, Dead (laughs) Eye. All I'm saying, Dead
2: Eye, is that if Friday something goes down and you actually get Metroid Prime Trilogy, you and I are going to be dancing. Okay? We're going to be dancing, and then he's going to come along and be like, I'm dancing. Yeah. I'll pack my tap shoes and go to work, but. But
1: if I have to carry on extra shoes because of tests, deceit, I won't be happy. Here's my prediction:
0: This Thursday, we find out there's a direct on Friday, (laughs) and during the direct on Friday, we find out there's a special Pokemon announcement on Pokemon Day, which is like the 27th or whatever. They've never done an announcement on Pokemon Day. That's when we're going to find, and that's when we're going to find out about the new Pokemon. Yeah, but this is
2: new Nintendo, new 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 year, new new Nintendo, Nintendo, new fiscal year, maybe
0: new Nintendo speculation. Game over. Seven Metroid games announced this year. Seventeen. Metroid games coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Nintendo's filing for bankruptcy. Just speculating. <laughs> just speculating. So we were launching the Wii U and calling it the Wii US. <laughs> we're just adding an S to the end of it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm done here. Okay. Well, it's gonna be five
0: hundred dollars. <laughs> is there
2: is there any other predictions from Deadite? Is there any
1: other predictions from me? Test has another prediction. No.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh that- yeah.
1: Super Nintendo games coming to online. Okay. That's easy. That, that, that's easy. It's you happening. can't speculate easy stuff. I'm going to speculate some
0: bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Bet you they're going to have new Joy-Con colors this year, too. Ooh,
1: that's a good take. But yours is bullshit. I think that they're going to add accepting... Blood for payments for video <laughs> okay. games. All
2: right. Do you have a real? Do you have something else you want to add? Like Labo version two? Or, no.
0: Someone in the chat said that. <laughs> or how I'm about not Duck feeling Duck Hunt that.
2: two. Duck harder. No. Okay. All right. Excite bike. No. Okay. Uh, what what I want is that we wear uh, RC Excitebike. Pro Am three. We've been wait. That's only been, it's only been a few years since we got two. This topic's done. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's been our attack on the news <laughs> for these topics and much more. Visit gamesillamedia.com where you can read our blogs, watch our YouTube content, catch the streams from the stream team, everything going on at gamesillamedia.com let the speculation continue in the
1: nintendo chat in our discord again go to gamezilla and click on the link to join our damn discord do it and if somehow you stumbled across
0: this stream or this podcast and you're thinking i like these guys moxie but i'm not really in (laughs) what's the word word, moxie i'm full of moxie it's it's correct I'm not feeling these guys, or I'm feeling these guys' moxie. (laughs) This guy in particular, not that guy. (laughs) Uh, I have way
1: more moxie! (laughs) (laughs) Let him
0: finish! But you're not really into current gaming news or throwing gum at each other during the plug. You son of a bitch. You better not be chewing gum on this podcast. I, I thought I heard it. I <laughs> thought, thought it too. I, I thought it. you
1: were doing something stupid with your mouth, and then I realized it's him chewing gum. He's the one who told us not to joint chew gum during the podcast. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Facebook. This is our last episode. But <laughs> what I was trying to say is if current gaming news isn't your thing, check out the Legend of Retro podcast where you get everything retro in a nice complete package and neither of these two guys are there nor am i so you'll probably get some cohesive content and no gum chewing no one wants cohesive content shut up
1: i don't like that you need to stop it immediately <laughs> this is this is not a joke that needs to stop right now <laughs> eye. what about noobs and dragons it's a tabletop Dungeons and Dragons podcast for some idiots learning how to play Dungeons and Dragons and make stupid decisions and the torture by Craig WK. It's hilarious. It's an adventure. It's noobs and dragons.
2: Last action podcast. If you don't like video games but you like movies, then this is the podcast for you. If you uh, want to, you know, check out what, what was their latest one? I, Blade?
0: Blade
1: Wesley Snipes liked their Instagram post. <laughs> Did he? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah the real happened. one.
0: The yeah. Wesley Snipes. The Snips with a verified check mark. The See, one and
2: only. If Wesley Snipes is checking these guys out, you need to definitely listen to The Last Action Podcast. You're right. Oh, I also have to talk about Movie Blast with Bob and <laughs> Max. Forgot about that one. Oh, I also have to talk about it. Oops. Oops. No. Movie Blast with Bob and Bax, our other movie podcast focusing uh, short podcasts on movies that you've probably never heard of, or if you have and you're just not sure if you should uh, watch it, listen to their podcast because they're watching movies so that you don't have to. And if all of this
0: doesn't tickle your fancy, but you're into The longest reigning weekly episodic television show of all time, maybe not WWE Raw, but The Simpsons. You can check out Noiseland Arcade, where Craig WK and his co-host go through every single episode of The Simpsons. And I think they just got re-signed for, what, two more seasons? Which means we've got Simpsons episode for decades.
2: It's true. All right. Voila! Well, uh, Those know, were aggressive plugs. Yeah, they're very aggressive. It's time. It's time for our, our weekly Zilla update.
1: Time for the Zilla update.
0: Ah! <sighs> <sighs> Got all <sighs> heated up there because someone stopped
2: chewing their damn gum. Yeah, Eye. What did I tell you about that?
0: I <laughs> love chewing gum. You even told
1: him not to chew on the show, and then you chewed on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm. I want us to get a chewing gum sponsor. Okay. Don't dare plug it or you're going to cut it from the show. If we do that, then we can chew gum.
2: If we get a sponsor, then we can chew gum on the show. And we do ASMR gum chews. Yeah. All right. Team talk. We're going to start with uh, Dead Eye here.
1: I am notoriously cheap. And I am easily enticed by a deal. I every single week, get on the Nintendo eShop, look at sales, and then I sort from cheapest to most expensive, just to see what sort of (laughs) games I I can grab my jar of pennies and purchase. This week, I finally bit. This is the first time in the entire life of the Switch that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy one of these super cheap games just to see if it's any good. Escape Doodle Land. It's, an, it's a runner, it's an automatic runner where you're being chased by a giant monster. Everything's like hand drawn on paper sort of look, uh, but it's not like drawn to death because that game was hideous and awful. It's kind of done in a, a cute sort of aesthetic. Now here's where it plays into my sensibilities as a man child. How do you stop this monster that's chasing you? How do you get <laughs> further away or jump higher? You light your farts on fire. Yeah, You're an I mean, adorable little animal. That's how I do it. You light your farts, and that can either stun the giant monster chasing you or boost you up higher. And it's a game that, for 99 cents, I've put three or four play sessions into it. There's only 10 levels, but it scales in difficulty really quick. I'm I'm on level five, and for the dollar I spent... I've gotten more than a dollar worth of entertainment. So I, I'm super happy with my purchase. It was just a nice little holdover. Like we were kind of bored on lunch. We weren't really feeling Smash or or Rocket League that day. And I was like, well, let me just try this dollar game. And, you know, for being my first gamble with a dollar game, I think all of us in the room have done it on the, the eShop. I think I came out uh pretty good. So I don't know if Escape Doodle Land is still on sale or not, but if it's a buck, it's worth a buck. I don't know if it's worth $10, though. Because no. for 15. No, no, no. For fifteen, you could get uh, an End is Nigh or a Super Meat Boy, like a game that's not not a runner, but it's still like a, a challenge platformer. And I would say that's a, that's a little bit better You see your money. You're gonna get more levels, more depth to it. But for a buck, Escape Doodle Land, it was a uh, it was cool.
2: Testonomics.
1: I've got a confession to. Oh God, oh God, no! Don't disservice Dave Grohl <laughs> on this show. We have a gum chewer. We have someone disrespecting. No None. I, I got no Grohl. Where's the gum? I'm not telling you. Did you swallow it? I don't know what you're telling. If no. you swallowed it, that's a man move. I'd respect that. I did not Cause swallow it. Because you don't it. buy it's into ar- that propaganda. <laughs> Teachers tell you that it takes seven years to digest. <laughs> that's a lie. It's
0: now under the table. He just of We'll go back and watch the video later. But for those of you that have been around since the end of 2018, you would know that my New Year's resolution in gaming on our New Year's episode was to stop talking about buying an Xbox or a PlayStation because we knew I wasn't going to do it. I'd I'd go through these phases of like, I'm going to buy one, I don't want one, I'm going to get one, that's not a good enough deal. And I had given up. I'd gone through this again, and even last Monday I was already like, I don't really think I want one. Until next or last Tuesday, one day later, on un- less than twenty-four hours removed from yeah. recording this show. Oh god, more like twelve, <laughs> like twelve <laughs> hours later. But I'm like, I really don't want an Xbox anymore. Deadite hits me on the old Facebook <laughs> Messenger and says, "Here's a deal." And I look and I go, "Man, that's a deal." <laughs> so what do I do? I text the dealer and I said, "I'd like this deal." He's like, "You got the deal." And later that evening, I was playing my new Xbox One S. So. What this is reminding me of. So, I can't really say I'm late to the Xbox Xbox One generation because this is my third time purchasing an Xbox One S. Now, this is a great product, like something you've
1: sold two other times. Right.
0: But I'm coming back after a long enough, it's been over probably two years, two and a half years since I last had an Xbox. So I'm coming back in, and a lot of games that I want to play are now like on the cheap. This reminds me, I got into the PS3 super late, so when I wanted to play Metal Gear Solid, I wanted to play God of War one, two, and three. Like I could all get them for real cheap because I was late in that cycle. So now I'm coming into the Xbox One cycle, kinda on the later end. So I'm, you know, I'm picking up games for twenty bucks. Um, I'm picking up the Star Wars Battlefront two for less than seven dollars, so I can play the story and things like that. And I'm finding, my, I found myself. About 72 hours later, going, man, I filled up this hard drive already. So I went out and spent $100 yesterday on a four terabyte hard drive because I'm a digital guy. So <laughs> oh, man. I've, uh, for someone who has to spend so much time looking to get the ideal deal on the core unit, I had no reservations in spending over $100. 150- I've spent more money since buying it than I spent on it. And you know, I've got got a half a dozen games i'm on game pass which i may extend um i realize that rocket league's on game pass so i can have rocket league on my xbox so i can rock it in many different leagues um and you know i'm just uh i'm just i'm playing it and most notably i'm, I'm playing uh Assassin's Creed Origins, because I've always been a big Assassin's Creed fan, even the really shitty ones, and these ones were getting good reviews, so I'm like, wait a minute, I liked the dog shit ones. (laughs) Like, I really enjoyed the dog shit. Unity, at the very beginning, if you did the leap of faith the wrong way, you would just go through the entire world, and your game wouldn't load anymore. So that's my kind of game right so I'm actually going into ones that are actually getting decent reviews and uh, or that got decent reviews you know back in 2017 and 2018 and uh so far so good about 10 hours into origins and just uh just
2: pushing on through nice well speaking of follow through worlds my uh my moment definitely was the division two beta this weekend we had the uh, private beta the hit and uh, I got to play a lot of it, but my my favorite part was uh, teaming up with Invalid and Baby Back, right? So they um, they invited me on.
0: The, who that's, the hell's baby That's bags. Invalid's boy. Yeah, Invalid's okay. boy. I,
2: uh, yeah, they're heavy duty division players. So, mm. I knew that if I joined their game, they would show me the ropes. So, I uh I jump in, they're already in the dark zone. I had I had only done like one mission. So, I jump in the dark zone with them. We do we run this mission. It was a lot of fun. And then um, you know, it definitely reminded me how much I enjoy the Division with a group, with friends, or with people, than Solo, um, which is similar to, again, Destiny or any of the other games when you try to run Solo. But um, we do this mission, and we kind of have, like, a server failure, and we, all, and, we, and we air out, and we log back in, and we don't get the credit for the mission. So we run the mission again, and we're in this mission, and we complete it again, We go to leave the dark zone and the door's glitched. I mean, it's just flashing gray. You cannot. We cannot leave. So at this point, I'm trying to shoot birds in the sky because I'm creating this this story that we're all going to become cannibals because we're stuck inside this little Mm. container and and basically we're going to have to start eating each other if we don't eat these crows out of the sky. But then Invalid has the idea to fast travel out of there If we can get into this like little room that technically is outside of the dark zone but you're not in the normal play zone it's just in the middle sure enough we get in there it works so I fast travel out and it's going real slow and I'm like this is weird what's going on and that's when I appear at the safe house fall through the ground into the underground sky because that's how the world works. If you didn't know that, if you fall through the ground, there's a sky underneath you. It's because the earth is flat. Yeah, that's some flat earth stuff. Yeah, flat earth.
1: I will also not have that happening here on the show. So
2: I fell through the ground... (laughs) Into the sky, which was out of bounds, <laughs> timed out, died, and lost the entire mission again. The government doesn't want you to and know. At about that, that point, that. I was like, "Hey, it's been fun, guys, but I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna go play some Apex Legends. So it's a beta. I wasn't upset about it because you know that's the whole point of this: They're trying to find these these weird things. But um, it was fun to play with them because uh, pl- because when I think of the division, those are the two I think about as far as just like hardcore division players. So yeah, it's uh,
0: it was fun. I played the division uh, beta for you know twenty minutes. It's not for me. Did you ever? Play, you never played the first one, did you? No, I didn't have a. I didn't have a system to time play on. didn't. Okay. I'm just see, like I see. Could, I
2: gotta figure out all the t- different time zones of like you had a PS4, you didn't have a PS4. You had an Xbox, you didn't have an Xbox. You had another PS4, you got rid of that PS4.
0: Yeah, I'm on three <laughs> of each at this point. Yeah, and I've only bought fourteen <laughs> Switches. <laughs> right. That's true. I know it's true. That's the number I'm at. I'm right not now shocked right with now. How I... many switches I've bought. Not for all you though. Not, that's not, not true. Not all for you. You've bought 14 switches. Yeah, I bought eleven last year and i bought or oh, I'm sorry, I bought eleven in twenty seventeen. And oh. then I bought three in twenty eighteen. Okay. I'm doing the math. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I start, I started thinking, I was like, how's that possible? And then I was like, Oh I had okay. f- I had yeah. four on
0: launch day. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, things yeah. happened. So. Yeah, yeah. either way, I'm definitely not buying the division two. Mm. Oh, there you go. You're out. I'm out. You're out. I'm an Apex Legends guy.
2: I like it's that. It's free. Why would I spend $60 on a different shooter? I like that. Um, do we have anything for uh, Deadites uh, moment? Did anything come through or no? Well, apparently
1: our fans don't give a crap about us or the show <laughs> or the segment, so no one sent any emails. <laughs> They're so. like, oh, you're going on Facebook? You're yeah, all dead to us. a bunch us. of ingrates. You, but if, can't, you can't even type me a damn email. But if we
0: registered in four at gamesillamedia.com, would we have had emails there?
1: Yeah, probably. They know what the website is. I could spell things <laughs> oh, on all day no. and figure it out.
0: So one more time, though, but what's that email for next week when these ingrates send us some emails? These
1: ingrates knew where to send the messages. It's info at gamesoflamedia.com, and sometimes my thumbs don't work right. (laughs) (laughs) They knew where to send the emails. If you're in our Discord, you know where the emails go. I'm not going to take credit for the spelling error causing that issue.
2: As a reminder, this podcast was brought to you by our supporters (laughs) on Patreon. Visit (laughs) patreon.com slash gamezilla media to see everything we have to offer. And then if you're looking for more content, youtube.com slash gamezilla media. Head on over to YouTube. Man, does that link work? Man, probably not. (laughs) Go to YouTube and search gamezilla media. Yeah, we're not big enough on YouTube to have that link yet. That's but, why they gotta go. Yeah, but you go to youtube.com, you search Games Media, you go find long plays by Craig WK. You're gonna find new uh, clips of this show now that we're back live. Uh, so you're gonna find some, some hot takes there, thanks to Miggy, hot. to Player One Miggy. Hot. Yeah, YouTube. What else? We're also going to get some content. Listen up,
1: ingrates. Mm, Talking to you. On our Discord. Talking Talking to you.
0: Morons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody that's not in the Patreon channel. Idiots. (laughs) Yeah. You
1: know where to send those emails. I'm not, I'm just, you know the address. I'm not going to keep typing it out and spelling it wrong every other week. I probably misspelled it wrong three times a month. It's true.
0: But, I it's, correct him. but
1: it's your problem for not knowing. Uh, but where are you spelling that
0: word wrong at?
1: We got a Discord channel. That's right. These plugs are getting so aggressive again. I'm sorry. Um... Oh, so we have a Discord channel. If you're not familiar with what Discord is, it's uh, you know, it's, a, it's I a hate ch- Discord. It's a chat.
0: <laughs> Shut up Grimlock.
1: Yeah, open up a Discord account. It's free. You can enter a ton of idiots have chat rooms. Well, we have our own Discord chat area. Cuz we're idiots too. We're idiots too. So you could probably watch some dumb streamer and then chat with his stupid fans or you can chat with our awesome fans That's in our Discord. So if you have Discord, if you don't have Discord, join the Games of the Media Discord. It's most friendly except for test. I He's an, an asshole. asshole. I mean, it
2: comes
0: with a territory. I'm gonna get a different color. That just like ignore this guy.
2: <laughs> fuck the guy in orange. I really like that. I feel yeah. just just change just the test.
0: the permissions. Just fuck this guy. It's orange, and I'm the only orange guy. just happened. Really, what is it? It's, it's GZ podcast stream team. Oh, fuck this guy. Got it. Got it. Don't take anything he says seriously, except for the fact there's gonna be a Nintendo direct on Friday.
2: That, one I'm, taking, that one I'm taking.
1: That I'm taking. So so chat with us about Nintendo speculation. We have a ton of channels. For anything you want to talk about, join our Discord. We'd be happy to have you, and um, I will treat you nicely there, even though I'm mean to you here on the show. But
0: if you want more forms of abuse and you like them live, then you come to one of the multiple avenues that we have live streaming content. So still working on the perfect way to get everybody in one place, because at this point we've got GameZilla Media team and community members on Twitch, on Facebook Gaming, on Mixer, on... Tout on Twitter gaming and everywhere <laughs> that you can see. I just wanted to, I, like, I wanted you to try stream. to sneak a tout past that I and like I looked and I'm like, I don't need to look.
1: If I just kept a K you would have never noticed. But No, I was confirming that I misspelled the link. I wanna see the I wanna see the the bomb I dropped in our Discord with my illiteracy. Twitch. Get the tout out of you! Twitch? <laughs> Mixer
0: and Facebook Gaming is where you can find all of us. So search Games of the Media. You'll find our homepage. You should find all the streamers there. And by next week, maybe I'll have a spot where you can find everybody.
1: Are you seeing if Tout is still a thing? Yeah, it's still a website. It just pulls up WWE. Like, it shows a picture of the rock right away. Tout, I thought they shut this down. I'm telling you,
0: Tout.com slash Testonomics. Oh, God. If you wonder where all my streams have been, don't go there, because that's not over. Are you searching Tout.com? I was going to, yeah.
1: Right. Stream team. We're going to be on tout next
0: week.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm downloading the app right now. We're going to
0: tout, tout, okay.
2: tout it all. All right, everybody. Thank you for hanging on to episode 246 of the Games Little Podcast. We are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. Tout it out.